Good morning. Welcome to Downtown Moms Discipleship. We're so glad you're here. Way to go, getting everybody where they need to be and making it here. Um, we hope that you enjoy the breakfast burritos this morning. That's like a fun, different thing. Um, okay, so I'm Sarah Jackson, and this is Holly Packiam, and um, our group has been going for about four years. If this is your first time, welcome. If you have any questions, just come up to one of us and we can answer them. I know it's kind of a lot of like rhythms to get used to, but all you have to do right now is just eat. So, Okay, without further ado, just want to give you a little information about Martha Cole. She's going to come up here in a moment, but she is the pastor of mentoring and newly married at New Life Downtown. And Martha loves to talk about mentoring and talk about marriage, and she's done, her and her husband Jim have mentored many women, many couples, Martha has throughout the years, and she loves helping people connect into life-giving relationships, whether that's woman to woman or, um, you know, married couples to married couples. She's been married to Jim for 35 years. It's amazing. They have three grown children um, who are living in Texas and Ohio. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll welcome Martha up. Lord, we just thank you for this morning at Downtown Moms Discipleship. I thank you for each woman who's here, and we pray for those who are not able to be with us this morning. Lord, I pray that um, your words would just be a gift of life and encouragement today through Martha. Lord, just give Martha wisdom um, and your words to speak this morning. And I pray for each woman that we would just take in what you would have for us, Lord. There's going to be so much to take in this morning. It's such wonderful things. We just pray that for each of us, your Holy Spirit would quicken our hearts, Lord, would help us to, to sink into our hearts what you have for us today, Lord. We thank you that you have a heart for us to be connected to each other, Lord, in friendship, discipleship, mentorship, Lord. And so we just pray that there would be connections made after this talk, Lord, um, in all those ways, ways. In your name, amen. Let's welcome Martha. Well, it is so much fun to be here this morning, and I know so many of you, which is a real treat, and I'm looking forward just to um, getting to share and know um, each of you a little bit this morning as we talk about this topic, and um, I, I do have three grown children. That meant I had three toddlers, so um, I just want to congratulate you for showing up pushing through, maybe kids' temper tantrums, maybe words that were said as you and your husband parted ways this morning. I mean, that's the reality of getting here as a mother with children. So just take a moment and breathe. You are here, and that's a huge accomplishment. So congratulations on that. As Holly introduced me, um, it really has been my life mission that I, I set. I went to a program, actually, that I set a life mission many years ago. And that life mission is to love people and point them to hope in Christ by walking with them through life. And then all of a sudden, I find myself um, doing a lot of mentoring and then New Life Downtown moved me into 
a position that actually says mentoring is a good thing and worthy and we're going to put time and money behind it. And I reflect back, and mentoring has always been a part of my life. That was my life mission, is to walk alongside. And so it is a pleasure to be able to have a job that gives me my passion and a place to walk that out. So this morning, my goal is to invite you to consider entering into a marriage, a marriage, you already did that, hopefully, a mentoring relationship and equipping you by giving you some insight into mentoring, maybe taking away some of the questions or the unknowns and making it a place that you go, yes, that's how I want to spend my life. So I'm going to share for a few minutes, and then we're going to open up to Q&A, and then Holly and Sarah will come back up and, and tell you how mentoring will really work in the context of mom's group. So let's start with a simple definition of mentoring so that we're all on the same page. Mentoring, the definition literally is influencing, guiding, directing through teaching, giving help and advice, often from someone older to a younger person. It's really that straightforward. There's no big mystery to it. It covers the big ideas. It's ageless and timeless. We should all have a mentor above us, and then we should all be willing to mentor those that are behind us. I love a saying that experience is a great teacher, it just doesn't have to be yours. That's also mentoring. Mentors can share through the, our experiences, through our hurts, through our ups and downs, through our challenges. And it really is a gift as a mentor to be able to look at how God has orchestrated our lives and give that back to others. So many times I am sharing truly out of my own growth, my hurts, my pains. And it is rewarding to walk with someone in that way. I actually had a gal recently <laughs> say at the end of the conversation, she goes, Martha, seems like you have an example for everything I bring up. <laughs> and I say that not because I'm one-upping her, but because oftentimes I have walked a very similar way. And when we have grown children as a mentor, we also have that perspective of, of the hurts, the challenges, and the victories that can come over the years. Jesus instructed his disciples in Matthew 28 to practice all that he commanded and did. In mentoring, he met in community. That's what we do. He met people one-on-one. -on -one. He initiated conversation. His foundation was scripture. He wept with his friends when he was on earth. He rejoiced with his friends, and he loved well. And mentoring really is all of that. It's sitting and sharing your stories with someone trusted and respected. It involves listening with good questions and hopefully maybe even finding solutions to problems and believing for a different outcome. Having someone sit there and say, I believe 
it can be different. And I'm going to pray for you. I love being able to turn to Scripture. Obviously, that is the foundation of how we live our lives. But in a mentor-mentee relationship, the Scripture can also come alive because of real-life examples. Again, in confidentiality and mutual trust. That's developed over time. So when you think of mentoring and you go, oh, I want a mentor, again, it might be daunting. But there are those people that are already in your life, as well as there are those people that God brings into your life for a time, for a season. Mentoring is also vulnerable. So you are mentees, if you will, and we love to throw around that word, you know, being vulnerable and transparent. Well, I looked up a definition, and it's actually kind of scary. The definition of being vulnerable means susceptible to physical or emotional attack and harm. The synonyms are helpless, defenseless, powerless, and weak. So we love, it's noble, we're going to be vulnerable. But realistically, being vulnerable means you are going to connect at a deeper level. You are going to be exposing yourself sometimes in a place that might be uncomfortable. It's risky, to say the least. But in a mentor-mentee relationship, the beauty is you are inviting someone into that place. You are inviting the hidden to be exposed in a very confidential way sometimes with someone that is there to love, to guide, go back to the definition, to help, to instruct. It is precious and so deeply meaningful. I know some of the deepest hurts of my mentees, and I love them for it. I know hidden secrets, and I still show up for them. I love them all the more as they're pursuing health, and that's why they're in this relationship. I often ask the gals that I meet with up front, are you willing to have me speak truth, correction, maybe contradict where you're coming from. And that, again, is an open invitation as you entering into that relationship to sit there and say yes or no. But I propose that your mentor should not just be your yes person. Your mentor should be someone that looks deeper and says, please consider, please think about, And um, it is, so we're thinking on the negative side, but it has been so much fun as I was thinking about preparing this this morning. It has been so much fun to rejoice with ladies. Um, Some of the most beautiful moments is when I get to stand up and cheer for them. And I love sharing their joy, their victories. Having a mentor also does not replace other significant relationships in your life. You know, you could say, oh, I'm really close to my mother or my sister or an aunt. 
Those are precious relationships. But a mentor is different than family. Someone outside the situation might be able to bring advice from that perspective into a family situation. As a mentor, I've had a mentor myself. It's the way of inviting wisdom into our lives. I do want to pause and remind ourselves that it is not counseling or therapy. So putting yourself at ease and all the mentors at ease, (laughs) there's professionals. We have one sitting in our room, if not more, Holly, right? They are trained professionals in certain ways. So it is not therapy, but I look at it as very complementary to professional help. So many of my mentees say, well, my counselor is saying this. I'm working through this. That's valuable. So this does not replace counseling, um, and there's tools for that. And again, we have a wonderful list. Like I said, we have a wonderful counselor sitting here, but we have a wonderful list even through the church. So if you are struggling even in that way, let us know because mentoring is complementary. It does not replace that. So let me go on a little rabbit trail, but I promise you it relates to what we're talking about. So we'll, we'll get right back to, to mentoring with this. As believers, we live an integrated life. That means our outer self is connected with our inner self. Our identity, who I am, is impacted by what I believe at the very core, along with my character and values, like how I'm going to go about living, what's important to me. So in a nutshell, we live in this outer world that is an extension of our inner self. So we have relationships that extend in our outer world. Prayer, worship, community, marriage, family, all your social activities. Second, our personal being actually comes out in our emotions, our intellect, our physical well-being. And thirdly, our interactions, even what you're doing here, can touch on vocation, rest, recreation, finances. So why does that all matter? I propose that the outer world that we are living in, interacting with community, our personal lives, are influenced by our core, our core identity, our beliefs, our core character and values. It's all interconnected. So back to the mentoring relationship. You might think that you're reaching out for guidance in your marriage, but you might end up talking about finances as that could be a point of contention in your marriage. You might be struggling with work balance inside and outside the home, and your goal is to figure out the balance of that. But that arrangement, again, stems from who you are, your identity, and um, how it impacts your 
parenting and your marriage. Another example, maybe none of you struggled with or struggling with this. I always did. How to maintain a, I just realized you just came in over there. How to maintain a healthy physical routine with three kids under five. Okay? So that is really connected to, to your rest, your recreation, your marriage, maybe even finances. How do you find the money for gym membership, child care, etc.? So you get, hopefully, that full circle that we sometimes think there is an issue that we know we want help in or we want guidance in or we'd love to just be in a, a relationship of a mentor-mentee, but be prepared. It could go wider and deeper because that's how we're created. It's not broken. You're not saying, oh, I don't have anything right. It's because we're very integrated. We are all of that. I, as Holly mentioned, really believe strongly in marriage mentoring as a couple. We've had a couple couples invite us into their marriages to ask hard questions, to keep them accountable. As an older couple, we can give perspective beyond the horizon and maybe be that steady rudder through the storm. Community is really essential for marriages. As a marriage mentor, I've actually had um, people come to me uh, asking about um, sex and intimacy and wondering what can they do because they're isolated. I've read books, I've listened to podcasts, I've had many delightful conversations talking about some of those intimate issues with their husbands. Um, I had one wife that came to me and in the discussion, we realized she had a medical issue, so she was seeing a doctor, she was seeing a counselor, And I was working with her through a book. It's very multifaceted. As marriage mentors, my husband and I have had, particularly wives, but it's no longer just an issue for just the men, but come and tell us we need help because her husband was addicted to pornography. Those are the deep issues that are really real. And so I encourage you not to remain isolated or in shame, but come alongside those that can help. And a mentor relationship often is that, because you have that woman going ahead and saying, it's been rough, but let's do this together. If you're a single mom, and you're feeling isolated and need support, a mentor can be here to help you feel connected to the outside world. Obstacles of no time, no money, no babysitter, it can be overcome. Do not let those things hinder you asking for this relationship. Now, I know that Zoom meetings kind of came and went like a force during COVID, 
and many are kind of resistant now to using technology. However, I was able to maintain and still maintain some beautiful relationships using technology. And I propose again, be creative. Don't let the obstacles stand in the way for you to reach out. The enemy of our souls, our families, our marriages would love to keep us separated. But let us stand up and say, no, I'm going to invite community one-on-one or in a couple membership or mentorship, push beyond the obstacles. Um, I'm going to share a couple notes of uh, caution. Never develop a mentor relationship with someone of the opposite gender. That might be obvious. Counseling is different. But in a mentor relationship, you're peeling back, potentially, layers of that onion. You're exposing. Go back to being your vulnerable. So make sure it's in a very safe context that you do this. Also, I propose that you be careful calling your friends mentors. Your peers are your friends. And I love that God gives us friends, that we can share things and we can all go, oh, I've been there, or I understand. But be aware of when in a friendship it slips into complaining and gossip. Complaining and gossip about your husband, about other women. We as girlfriends have a strong power over our other girlfriends. So just being aware of that because we don't, we don't want to slip into that. I mean, there's plenty of um, biblical foundations that say to be careful about that. I was sitting with a sweet married woman um, just the other week, like 10 days ago. And after listening to her for quite a while, I've been meeting with her for a couple years now, she stopped. She became so apologetic. She's like, oh my gosh, I've been complaining. Um, I shouldn't be speaking this way about the situation and the people involved. And that made me realize what I encouraged her. That as a mentor... I was a safe place. I didn't know the people. It wasn't gossip. She was seeking to understand and grow. And so as she was very bitter, angry, hurt, and upset, I as a mentor could take that and then just give her some perspective. Again, speaking life into the situation. And I encouraged her. I said, what you have spoken to me, it's probably really good that you do not speak to your siblings or others. That's not safe. That's not protected. So even this mentor-mentee relationship does kind of border a little bit on the counseling relationship. It's confidential, but it's safe. And it's it's just a beautiful way to, to live life. So that encourages me to let you know your role. So I've kind of talked about big ideas. 
We really believe, I really believe the success of a mentor-mentee relationship is a mentee-driven discipleship. And what that means is the mentee, that would be you, you show up ready, engaged with topics or questions that the mentor can help guide, respond to, and address. So before you get all anxious and you say, I wouldn't know what to say, it's really simple. What needs attention is felt by you. Bring it up. What is bringing you joy or draining you is known by you. You alone know what is impacting or affecting you or has changed. You alone know what you're celebrating or grieving. So again, it actually makes sense that you're the one that shows up and says, I need help, I'm worried about. And then that mentor can step into that place. It is sometimes general life. I just need help. That's okay. Bring that to the conversation. But again, I just want to stir your mind that you really are the one that knows what you're struggling with. And the mentor doesn't necessarily know. I had one, one gal that came to me, and she was very prepared. This is what I think I would like to talk to you about. And so she talked for about 20, 30 minutes. And I sat there and I said, hmm, the theme I'm hearing is actually trust. You don't trust your family of origin. You don't trust your husband. You don't even trust yourself to be a good mother or wife. And she was like, oh, you're right. So again, that's the beauty of the relationship. Bring it and let the mentor help guide that. It is daunting and it's challenging, and it's rewarding, and it's fulfilling. I wouldn't have it any other way. When Jesus was answering the religious Pharisees regarding the greatest commandment in Matthew 22, he said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You must love your neighbor as you love yourself. How does that relate to mentoring? 100%. Because in a successful mentoring relationship, you are honoring God and learning to love in all you say and do. You are integrating the greatest commandment, whether it be into your home or your neighbor or your marriage, to love the Lord your God. We are in discipleship, the name of this group, Mom's Discipleship Group, like the disciples were with Jesus. I would like to suggest a couple very practical things for you to consider. 
again, my goal is to help set the mentors and the mentees up for success. These are things that I have learned um, over time, sometimes in a difficult way and sometimes because it's just been very successful. I believe it's really important to have a beginning time with a set goal. Again, you might not know exactly what it is, but you know you want someone to, to walk alongside you in this way. So I propose you set a beginning time with a goal. And you also say, and this is when we're going to conclude this phase of what we're doing. So you set the end time. That way you, uh, you don't meander and you're like, how do I tell this wonderful mentor that I really like her, but I'm kind of sort of done. Seasons change, things move on. So it's really beneficial to both sides to say this is when we're going to start and this is when we're going to end or move on to the next part of it. I have mentored some ladies for years through different seasons, through different changes from being single to married to having kids. The mentor relationship changes, but the goal is still the same, to walk towards Christ in love in all we do. I've mentored through books, topics, for a very set time. That's a great way to set a focus if you want that. Um, I had been asked to go through um, books of the Bible. One gal said, I really want to be better theologically based. So we read Romans together. And then we went on to a book about how to fear God. That was her deep desire. So we, we moved as the need became um, evident. In relationships, sometimes it just reaches a normal conclusion. And that is probably one of the hardest things for me as a mentor. But I've, I've never had one that's gone like, okay, I'm really done with you. But <laughs> those that say, okay, I'm ready to move on to being a mentor myself. Again, mentor, we should all be mentored and mentoring. They have, you know, people have moved. I keep in touch. So I guess what I'm trying to say is um, entering into a mentor relationship does not mean you're going to be with them for the next 10 years. There's freedom for a season. There's freedom for a few years. But don't let, like I said, the beginning or the end keep you from, I think I want to give this a try. I want to invite someone into those places. Another recommendation I have, truly, is to set up, up front, how often you're going to meet, the duration of the meeting, if you're going to meet at a restaurant or a coffee shop, who's paying. I know those sound like kind of silly things, but if you set those expectations up front, then you're all on the same page. And it's not awkward for your mentor. It's not awkward for you. You can say, I can't afford lunch out every other week. That's okay. 
get creative on how you want to do it. I think the key is truly to avoid any misunderstandings and to set expectations up front. And that has worked for me for so many years. So I, I, I know that's a lot. And we are going to pivot to you asking questions, clarifying what I said. But I'd like to open up this little Q&A time asking three questions of you. And if anybody would like to just speak forth, that is, do you have a mentor or a mentor in your life? Has it been successful? What have been some of the bumps that you have experienced? When we do um, a class on Saturday mornings, there is at least one or two that say, I am here, but I have had an awful experience with mentoring. That's okay, but don't also let that keep you from entering into another one. Because what holds you back? I'm curious, what holds you back from mentoring? Is it, is it a fear? And that's real. Like I said, mentoring is not sitting around and planning your child's birthday party. It goes to the core of who we are and how it interacts with the world. So I would just, again, ask if any of you have suggestions that you go, yeah, this is why I have stayed away from mentoring. That's valid. That's good. And let's see if we can address that. And hopefully, I'd love to hear from you what, what excites you about mentoring? What excites you about saying, I want to invite intentionally someone along for the ride? Someone that, like I said, can help steer the boat. We all need that. So I open, I open it up to your questions, but I'd also love to, to have you respond to any of those. And Holly and Sarah, you can certainly come up. They're going to address very specifics of how it's going to work for our mom's group. Um, we've been talking and they've been talking about how we feel like we can successfully enter into mentoring for you um, that are desiring it. So, any thoughts? Any questions? Hey, I have a question about, um, can you please explain further how to separate mentorship and how a mentee would treat that differently than a therapy session? Because I'm having trouble understanding the difference. Very good question. When I think, and, and Holly can address this um, too, when I think of therapy, they are trained professionals. They have specific tools and knowledge that they can speak into a situation. Um, it, is, it is a very professional relationship. Now, in mentoring, I might be hearing some of the same things that they are saying to the counselor. But I am not putting myself, and this is the, the relief for all the mentors that are sitting here. I'm not putting myself in the, I have an answer, and I'm going to give it to you. Hopefully, my role as a mentor is, these are some thoughts for you to think about. This is what I've learned. So it's, a, it's personal. 
I think is one of the best ways. But it is, in my opinion, and it has to be as confidential as the counselor. It just has to be for successful mentoring. So it's as confidential as that, but it doesn't have the professional training. I don't know, Holly, if you'd like to speak into that sure. more. Um, yeah, I think that some of the similarities are, you know, as a mentor, as a counselor, you're listening, you're encouraging in certain ways, you're coming alongside. But I think maybe how a counselor is different is they, it's sort of like what Martha said, there's maybe specific tools that counselors know. They might, you know, if you say I'm struggling with um, depression or maybe the someone, the counselor might help you to discover that. There might be certain ways that they're determining that and then there might be steps like, you know, what are some things we could try maybe naturally, but obviously a counselor could say, okay, I think maybe medication might be what we could try and lead you in that way. Um, yeah, there's specific, just a, I think the tool part, there's just a lot of specific tools. Some of you might have heard of something for trauma called EMDR. That's a very specific training that a, some counselors have that can deal with trauma. So I think there's just some additional things that counselors have been trained in that maybe a mentor hasn't that they could offer. And what I do do love as a mentor is I get to come alongside mm -hmm. what, what she's learning. I love being the one to help connect the dots. Mm -hmm. I also feel like sometimes, and even in your, your girlfriendships, how many times someone goes, oh, so what you're saying is, and you go, oh, yeah. Well, as a mentor, we help connect dots mm -hmm. and say, okay, so this is, this is what you you heard in a session with Holly, ah, how, how can I help come alongside that? Mm -hmm. So it's helping connect dots sometimes too. Hi, Martha. Um, I'm curious with a mentor-mentee relationship, how much like the fit is important? Because I know like with counselors, sometimes you have to try a few different people. Um, so what if, yeah, just the way they give advice like kind of rubs you the wrong way or it's just, does that matter, or is it good to be, you know, challenged by someone being really different from you? Great question. Um, I, I do believe that if you're going to have a successful long-term mentor relationship, there is that infamous word chemistry, right? You want to be able to feel like, oh, she gets me. She understands. Um, there might be some similar experiences uh, if... If there's those issues, yes, chemistry is really important. And you're right. Sometimes it's better to have, like if you're, you know that you want three months of someone helping you address, I can't think of a good example because they always go longer, it seems like. Um, I had one woman who came to me. Um, she was in a heterosexual relationship, addicted to pornography, and was uncertain because she felt like she was more attracted to women than men. Okay, so that was heavy, and we chose a book, and we read that book, and she was seeking professional counseling. So in that, yes, uh, there had to be chemistry, but but there was a strict parameter around what we were talking about and what we were trying to delve into. So it's a yes and. It is important. I think one of the things we do at New Life Downtown, and I, I'll let Sarah and Holly address this, but I think 
the goal would be very much to help, um, help match you with someone. And again, that's why don't take it personally, either, either side, don't take it personally if it's not a good fit. Um, as um, mentoring director, like I am meeting with someone later this afternoon who wants mentoring. I am meeting with her to help her find a mentor because I, I don't even know what I, her, her thoughts are right now. So there's a wonderful process that I, th I think we're going to have in place here, but I really do believe in finding a good fit, but maybe being willing for a season to go, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to someone outside the box. I'm going to listen and learn. Yeah, Does that Sarah and I, that? Yeah, Sarah and I will come up at, in a little bit and talk yep. about some of the details, but just so you know, yeah, we're going to help pair you with people, but like Martha said, sometimes you just, you know, we're, it's, it is a bit of a risk, right? It feels, could feel a little awkward, like, I'm going to be paired with this person I don't even know, but our hope is for people on both sides just to give it a shot. You're not committing for a year, like, what if I don't feel the chemistry on either side that um, will ask you to commit for a short amount of time so that both sides can determine, does this feel like a fit? And if it's not, you know, we can talk again and see how we can maybe go a different direction. Good morning, Martha. Um, so question, when and how would you know if you're ready to be a mentor? Are there any like specifics that you think like in your personal life you should be meeting before you take that step? That is such a good question. Again, it's not age-related. You can be a successful 25-year-old mentor. Um, we have right now two or three I'll call them younger people because I'm older, uh, in their 20s that really are desperate to mentor college age because they came out of a great college program and now they've been out three, five years and they really want to give back. Well, they're not old, but they're older. And they themselves have said, I really want to enter into this. So it, I think it's a calling on God, not this Holy Spirit, wait until the, you know, waters move. But if you have an urging, explore it. There is so much community around us. And lest I say, there is so many hurting people, too, that need people to speak into their lives. So if there's an urging... Give it a try. Raise your hand. And again, hopefully what I've said is also takes the mystery out of it. The, oh, I don't know if I can. Yes, you can. So if you feel that urging, please let us know. Or look for those around you. I know that you're a nurse. And so you are actually an, a mentor to the other nurses you work with, whether you know it or not. As a Christ follower... A, a woman that has a great marriage, just had a baby, you're a mentor to those around you. So don't even shortchange that. Look for those opportunities in your normal life. They are there. People desperately want relationship. Great question. Any other questions? Yes, Jen. I'm sure there's a lot of moms here, especially with, like, little kids, like, 
yeah, but how am I going to find the time to get uninterrupted time without my kids just running around? Do you, do you think that it's possible to still have that mentor relationship if you have little kids like that are playing or, I mean, cause we all know with friendships, like we're constantly being interrupted at a park and you know, it's just that constant start stop conversation. So in my head, I'm like, where am I going to find the time to get one hour of uninterrupted time with a mentor or to be able to mentor someone else? Like, it feels a little daunting, I think, in this stage of life. Like, I would love that, but how do I add one more thing to my plate, even if that desire is there? And Jen, again, that is such a great question, and that's why I don't want that to be a hurdle before you even say, I'm interested. Because there are, there are ways around it. You might have a mentor that says, bring all your kids. They can play while we talk for 20 minutes of uninterrupted time. We had, again, I feel like with our kids, we never know when the timer's going to go off, is what I say. <laughs> Bing, it's over. Pack up and leave, right? You just never know. <laughs> so... Don't let that keep you, though, from trying to figure it out because there's creative ways. There's the push through to try it. Um, honestly, I think of two examples. Um, I have met, I know it seems crazy, but I have met over Zoom, and the kids are playing around, and the mom is like, hmm, I'll be right back. That's all good. Hopefully, I'm the older one that can keep track of the conversation. So when the mom gets back, I'm like, okay, so what we were talking about, because when it's the two of you trying to carry on a conversation and all 20 kids are going, you get back together and you're like, where do we leave off? Right? So again, using the gift, hopefully, of the mentor to help steer and guide that. I have had meetings, and it's been so much fun. Um, I, none of my kids, as Holly said, um, all my kids are grown and gone and live other places. And I have had sweet meetings where I get to hold the baby, and the baby sleeps the entire time. And the mom carries on, oh, you know, the baby's been fussing or whatever. And I get to sit there and hold the baby. The baby sleeps, and we have an hour of wonderful conversation. The baby wakes up, says, I'm done, over it. And we end the meeting. So think creative. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it be the prohibitor of inviting this type of relationship in with young kids. Yeah. Hopefully that answered that, too. Encouragement. I think because we all are in different stages and it just, I think it, like for anybody who is listening right now, it's so imperfect and that's the beauty of it, right? Yes. It's like, so even just, it feels like it's speaking to my heart because I love that, you know what, you may have one time that lasts 15 minutes and then you may have another time that lasts an hour and a half and you're like, whoa, <laughs> this was so amazing. Yeah. But that it's just going to be very imperfect. But, you know, God still weaves a tapestry even in that imperfection because there's still those moments. Even if it is like, hey, before we leave, we've only had 10 minutes. Let's just pray, right? Because mm -hmm. at the end mm -hmm. of the day, like the Lord will, the Holy Spirit will kind of work in our favor. Yes. But I love all your examples. So, like, kudos to you. Because I think that helps some of us, and I'm speaking on my behalf too, not feel quite so overwhelmed with how much this world loves to be like, let's have this nice routine yeah. that's very comfortable. And it's like, or not, 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that. Because again, you're going to set up meetings and guaranteed a third of them won't happen. Okay, so just breathe. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, the mentor has life that happens too, right? So even in that, I guarantee you, it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be lovely. It is going to be so lovely. It is going to be so lovely. Can I say it one more time? It is going to be so lovely. So, yes, Liv. Yep. Um, I was just going to say, too, that I, my um, best friend, we have kids all the same age, um, and we worked together, but we would, um, like, I would take her boys for an hour, and she would take my kids for an hour, and we had counseling appointments, and so I don't know if there's, like, a way to just yes. mom swap for an afternoon so that you can have that protected time, and but mm-hmm. it's worked really well for us. And again, it might only be once yeah. a month that you can put something together, but it's once a month, and you're stepping into that relationship. It might be every other week that lasts for two months, and then life happens, and kids get sick, and you don't meet for another month or something. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yes. I was going to say basically the same thing. Like, what about a buddy system? If we know the other person pretty well, and our kids play together, like, there's a buddy system. Yeah. Brilliant. Same thing. Yeah. Don't let it stop you from saying, I'm going to give it a try. If it's stirring on your heart, jump in and, and see where the Lord leads and what the Lord does. I am here. There's a few of us that are a little bit older. We are here to say, you can do it. You can make it. You will stand up at some point. And your kids will be gone. And you can have the uninterrupted time to meet with others. It will come. But don't look past this precious time with your kids now. Don't wish it away. It's really important. It's a season. And then God moves you into another season. But enjoy this time and don't wish it to be different or impossible. This is impossible for me to do. Embrace it. Figure it out. Because God's in the midst of it. So, all right. Thank you. I will let Holly and Sarah now tell you how it's going to work for our group. Thank you, Martha. <laughs> Thanks, Martha. I loved all of that, like, defining the relationship stuff. Man, I could have used Martha's tips when I was dating. (laughs) It's going to last for this long, and this is what's going to happen. So we have gathered together a group of amazing mentor moms. I wanted to dibs them all. Um, But we are going to have a a way of connecting you guys. And I was thinking about it during um, the Q&A, just like how... um, the differences between like a peer and a a mentor and then a professional. Um, It reminded me of (laughs) my kids were two and six months old and they're both in the bath and um, the two-year-old who cannot swim, it was like trying to encourage my six-month-old who was like just sitting up um, to swim and get the book, swim and get the book. (laughs) 
and was like, she can't swim and neither can you. Um, that's how it can be sometimes with your friendships. Like, you all know what you need to do to get to the place that you need to be, but like, you haven't done it. And we're looking for a mentor, someone who knows how to swim, or maybe you need a counselor, someone who's a swim instructor. So I think, yeah, I, so that's kind of like how I'm thinking about it. So these, um, these moms have been there, they're filled with grace and experience, and I'm so excited for this mentorship initiative. We've had um, moms craving it over the years, but we just haven't had the group that we have right now to mentor, so I'm just really excited for you all, whether you have a close relationship with your mom, or maybe your mom you don't, or, or you just have some things that you need to talk to an older woman about that you just can't talk to your mom about, even though she's wonderful and she's great. Um, so we, okay, so our mentorship initiative, our vision is to carry out the Lord's greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So um, these women are coming at it from this angle. They're, they're offering their experience and their mistakes and the things that they did right and hoping to help just be there as a listening ear for you. Um, so we have a lot of different um, ways that it can look, and Martha like covered a lot of that. Um, but y- you'll, you'll be creative, and it'll be the right fit. It might not be like... I was also thinking about pairing people up, and like sometimes it's kind of like your freshman year in college roommate. Like You may not have chosen them, but then it turns out to be like a great friend and exactly what you needed or like your work friends who are like, you're put together, but then actually it's, it turns out to be great. So I hope that you uh, just feel really good about your, your connection. But if you, if you don't, it's okay. You can, like Martha said, you can just be like, like radical honesty. I'm like, what? This is amazing. <laughs> you can just have four meetings and that's okay. So Holly, go ahead. Yeah, I really appreciated just all the different examples Martha gave from, you know, just all the different types of relationships she's had. So I think that gives us a lot of freedom once you, if you're interested and you get into this relationship, that it can look so many different ways. I've had some different mentoring um, relationships in my life, and I can think of two that were so different. One was, you know, very coming alongside, just encouraging. Like Martha said, I just would ask questions, and we would talk about things on my heart, just sort of more on the side of organic. And then I had a different mentor in a different phase of my life where it was more structured and kind of more of a study, and certain scriptures we looked at, certain things that um, we were going to process through and really look at. And that was so great and beneficial. So as Martha said, that as the mentee, you get to kind of say, you know, this is what I, this is where I'm at. This is what I need, and and a mentor can kind of help you to sort of figure that out. But just to give so much freedom as to what this can look like. Um, so we actually have a QR code to fill out a mentor what? form. Isn't that cool? The future. <laughs> I know, we're just really getting high tech here. So. Um, at, I'm just going to give a few logistics here, but at any point you can get out your phone if you're like, yes, I know that I, I want to sign up. Basically, this QR code is going to connect you to a mentor form for Downtown Moms Discipleship, and it's just going to ask you um, a little bit about yourself. It's going to ask you what are some of the areas that you think, you know, if you know, you, you can say, I don't know, I don't have any idea right now. That's totally fine. If you're like, I really would love to talk to someone I know right now about parenting or marriage or 
identity or um, I really want to know the Bible more, whatever it might be. Um, if you give us a little bit of an indication, that will help us and to, to pair you with someone initially. And some of our mentors, um, our seasoned moms that are sitting right here in this room with us, there are some that aren't here today, but they've been around New Life Downtown for a while. They're really connected into the community and want to mentor. And so we will do our best, Sarah and I, to um, discern and we'll very prayerfully pair you initially with a mentor. But yeah, we just want to say if, you know, you can, actually the encouragement that we would like to give is that you meet um, maybe three or four times with a mentor and just maybe if that's what you want to set, um, that would just, you know, that's kind of our recommendation if you want to say, okay, let's, what do we think maybe in the next, you know, two or three months we could try to meet three or four times or it's very flexible, whatever you want to set up, that's just a recommendation. And then maybe we could reevaluate, how do we think this is going? Do we have time for this? Do we, you know, you can... That then it kind of gives you, like we said, if you have a sort of a set endpoint, then for whatever reasons, if it's practical, it's not a fit, the chemistry is not right, either of you have a way to kind of exit um, for that season. Um, go ahead, and Sarah. I was just going to say, uh, Martha is available as a resource to, mm -hmm. to you all during this kind of process. She has so much more experience with this like matchmaking situation. <laughs> and so you can ask, you can direct questions to her if anything comes up, if, if anything happens to come up with that. Or us, I'm not saying you can't talk to us either. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so we have the QR code here. We'll also send a link out in our normal email if you're like, I'm not sure if I'm ready to fill that form out now. We just wanted it available to you today, but we'll send a link out and that link will go to the form also. And so we have a bunch of mentors that are ready to mentor. Um, we also know a decent amount about them, so that can kind of help with that initial pairing. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, yeah, come to Sarah and I after, come to Martha, or please feel free to email or call. I know there's kind of like, this is a lot to think about. There's a lot of information, a lot of details, um, but we'd love to have, um, have you come and talk to us about it. And um, we just, yeah, hope to continue to be a resource as we go forward. Um, we're going to try to, if you fill out that form, we're going to try to reach out to you probably within a week, maybe two weeks at the max. Um, so if you're like, I filled this out, what am I going to hear from someone that's kind of about our timeline as far as making that initial connection with you and a mentor. So please come talk to us if you'd like to. We're going to um, break into discussion now about mentoring, but Martha will be around. We'll all be around for a while if you have any questions. So thanks for being here today. <laughs>